Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will go to Hotel Deck 3, where you will learn the next step in the history of Starfleet with the NCC 1701 Enterprise and the adventures of Captain Kirk and his, his faithful crew. Vicky, can you take us to the coordinates where we're supposed to be for this? Aye, aye, Captain. Welcome back to Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we are doing Season 1, Episode 18, Arena. So Vicky, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? You can find us on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Right. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook with these adventures in a Star Trek. And if you go to www.vickystartrek.com you can get a merch shirt. Well, good. Just like the one I'm wearing. Yay! So, Vicky, Season 1, Episode 18. Arena. What did you think about this one? I thought that I would see the crew meets a new species and they have to fight in an arena. So technically for these guys, uh, this is a new species. But we have seen the species once before. Do you know where? In Enterprise. Okay, which Enterprise or which episode in Enterprise? I don't remember. Because I don't have my notes. <laughs> Would you like me to tell you? Yes. In a do. mirror darkly. Okay. 
So that's where we saw them last. Um, and it is the Gorn. The Gorn. So it says here, a mysterious alien pits Kirk against a Gorn in a bare-handed duel. And no, they do not have a horn just because they're Gorn. Ha, ha, ha. I made it funny. Joke. <laughs> okay, we'll go with it. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Are you ready for this one? Sure. <laughs> Joey comes to Travers. He sets a good table. I wonder if he brought his personal chef along with him to set this trip. Probably rank half its privileges. <laughs> How well we both know that. Travers, Jim. We're waiting. Good, uh, Commodore. We're on our way. Be sure to bring along your tactical people. I've got an interesting problem for them. We'll beam down immediately, Commodore. I wonder why he's so insistent that our tactical aides come down. This colony is isolated, exposed, out on the edge of nowhere. He probably wants additional advice. Perhaps, Captain, but nevertheless, I'm locked. Isn't it enough? The Commodore is famous for his hospitality. I, for one, could use a good non-reconstituted meal. Doctor, you are a sensualist. You bet your pointed ears I am. Ready whenever you are, Captain. Cestus three. Cestus three. Okay. He's in a bad way, Captain. Keep my live bones. I want to know what's been happening here. Getting another life reading, Captain. 
Survivors? Not survivors. Not warm-blooded. Living creatures. But not human. Not human. Where? Azimuth, 93 oh degrees, goodness. range 1570 yards. <laughs> my goodness. I know, right? Can't I see something? Not anymore, you know. Kaboom! Earth to Enterprise, lock on transporters, beam us up. Coming in attack. Unidentified, ship quartering in. We can't beam you up. I've just rigged up defensive screens. Keep those screens up. Fire all faces. Firing faces, Captain. Alien has screens up, too. Take all action necessary to protect the ship. We'll hold out here. Are you under attack, Captain? We could draw screens. Keep those screens up. Worry about us when the ship is safe. If they lower those screens to beam us up, they'll be open to phaser attack. Hopelessly outnumbered here, Captain. Those disruptors versus our hand phasers. We're stuck with it, Mr. Sparks. We'll have to make do with what we've got. Yes, sir. 
Photon torpedoes negative temperature. I'm moving out of orbit. Good. Contact me when you can. Kirk out. medical personnel being down immediately to search for survivors. Notify the transporter room. Lock on the watch for beaming up. Yes. Captain's log, Sutton. We have beamed back to the Enterprise and immediately set out in pursuit of the alien vessel. It appears to be headed towards a largely unexplored section of the galaxy. Can you tell me what happened? Scanners reported a ship approaching. We get them down there, yeah. All welcome to use our facilities, you know that. They came in space normal speed using our regular approach round, but they knocked down our phaser batteries with their first salvo. From then on, we were helpless. We weren't expecting anything. Why should we? We didn't have anything anyone would want. Easy, easy. They poured it on like, like phasers, only worse when it was confusing. Tried to signal them. We called up. Tried to surrender. We had women and children. I told them that. I begged them. They wouldn't listen. They didn't let up for a moment. Lieutenant. 
The Enterprise received two messages, ostensibly from Sestus III. One for the Enterprise to go there, and the other for myself and my tactical crew to beam down to the surface. Yeah, that's a full day before you got there, Captain. The message just came from us, Captain. Why did they do it? Why? Why did they do it? There has to be a reason. There's a reason. There has to be a reason. Okay, we'll tell you in a minute. Getting the Enterprise to come to Cestus 3, getting us and our whole crew to come ashore, very clever. The reason for reason is crystal clear. The Enterprise is the only protection in this section of the Federation. Destroy the Enterprise, and everything is wide open. Due to invasion, Captain. Yeah. Positive proof. Isn't I have all the proof I need on Cestus 3. Not necessarily so simple possible explanations. How can you explain a massacre like that? No, Mrs. Hunter. That's clear and immediate. Invasion. Very well, then. If that's the case, you must make certain that the alien vessel never reaches its home base. Intended. If we can keep them in the dark as to our strength, Dare move against us. Captain Dell. Is the alien still making warp five? Affirmative, sir. Initiate warp six. Affirmative, sir. Overtake. There's a bat. Lock onto the enemy vessel. Stand by for firing orders. All hands is the captain. We are going into battle. All hands, battle station. Red alert. I repeat, red alert. This is no drill. This is no drill. Captain's log, stardate 3046.2. We are in hot pursuit of the alien vessel which destroyed the Earth outpost on Cestus 3. Mr. DePaul? Yes, sir. Position. 22.3 parsecs beyond latest target. Okay. All scanners lock into computer. I want a complete record of this. Spot. What do we have on this general area? Virtually nothing, Captain. No records of any exploration. There are rumors of certain strange signals on subspace channels. However, none of it have been recorded. Anything on intelligent life forms? Nothing specific, Captain. Unscientific rumors only. More like space legends. Sewer, status, alien vessel. They must be aware we're after this here. They've got warp six also. Warp back to seven. Aye, uh, sir. Something the matter, Mr. Spock. A sustained warp seven speed will be dangerous, Captain. Thank you. I mean to catch them. We'll either catch them or we'll blow up, Captain. They may be faster than we are. They'll have to prove it. Yes, Mr. Spock. You mean to destroy the alien ship here? Of course. I thought perhaps the hot pursuit alone might be sufficient. Destruction would be unnecessary. 
colony Cestus III has been obliterated. Destruction of the alien vessel will not help that colony, Jim. If the aliens go unpunished, they'll be back, attacking other Federation installations. I merely suggest that their regard for sentient... There's no time for that. Here with the police morale. And a crime has been committed to make myself clear. Very clear, Captain. I'm delighted, Mr. Spock. Report is salute. Alien ship maintaining enemy, Captain. Now it warp seven. Walk factor eight. The other coordinate. Okay. Two four six six p.m. Was a position in space located near two two seven nine p.l. Right there, I can open that one. Uh, was a position in space located near two four six six p.m., which is approximately two point twenty two point three parsecs beyond. Uh, Setius three, and the Federation uh, Federation's charted limits in twenty two sixty seven. Okay. Just scanning beams. On an unusual wavelength. It would appear someone is curious about it. Is the alien still heading away from that solar system? Yes, sir. We're closing, sir. Anything further on the scanning beams? It's no hostility, sir. They're not tractors or weapons of any sort. Just increasing in intensity. Steady. Regular. It's growing stronger, sir. Cat. Yes, what is the alien? It's slowing down. Four, five, four, two. It's going sublight, sir. Sir? It stopped dead in space. He may be turning to fight. No, sir. 
They just did out there. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Unmoving. And we've got them. Go to red alert. Prepare to fire phaser banks. Sensor swap off. Mr. Sulu, continue closing. Mr. Spock. Lock phasers into computer. Computer to a control attack. Computer lock ready, Captain. All systems standing by. Range is 
The contest will be one of ingenuity against ingenuity, brute strength against brute strength. The results will be final. Just a there will be no discussion. It is done. been somehow whisked off the bridge and placed on the surface of an asteroid, facing the captain of the alien ship. Weaponless, I face the creature the Metrons called a Gorn. Large, reptilian, like most humans. I seem to have an instinctive revulsion to reptiles. I must fight to remember that this is an intelligent, highly advanced... So yes, this is the Gorn. Now, in the original original make of it, the Gorn didn't have any eyelids. They okay. added that post-production when they remastered it. Got it. Yes, I know, this Gorn is much different than the Gorn we saw in Enterprise, but again, CGI at the time. This is 1966. They didn't have CGI at the time. Are you sure? Oh, yes. <laughs> Individual. The captain of a starship like myself. Undoubtedly dangerously clever
You try to blow. Right, sir. It does no good. How about bypassing the transformer banks? Feed the impulse engines directly. I tried that, sir. Nothing. Gundarura, sensors learn anything about the nature of the force which holds us here? No, sir. They report they definitely emanate from that solar system ahead. No indication of its composition. Gravimetric, magnetic, electronic? Nothing, sir. This is Captain James Kirk of the Starship Enterprise. Whoever finds this, please get it to Starfleet Command. I'm engaged in personal combat with a creature apparently called a Gorn. He's immensely strong. Already he has withstood attacks from me that would have killed a human being. He can hear him. Yes, because I think Kirk... I, I think at this point, Kirk had it on translate, not uh, uh, on. Uh, I think he has it on transmit, not recorder. Right. So that's why the Gorn can hear it. The recording translating device was a multifunction communicator provided to Captain Kirk and the Gorn captain by the Metroids. Metron, sorry. For use in their matched cap, uh, combat following the destruction of the Federation outpost Assessus 3. The function of the device were not explained in detail to Kirk, who used it as a log recorder at first. The local two way communications and universal translator feature was discovered early on by his Gorn opponent, who used it to eavesdrop on Kirk's. Musings. The device felicitated Kirk's understanding to the Gorn's mission to defend the Gorn's hegemony from a perceived Federation invasion. Okay. The Metrons, the creatures that sent us both here, said that the surface of the planet provides the raw material to construct weapons. There's very little here, scrub brush, rocks, an abundance of mineral deposits, but no weapons in the conventional sense. Still, I need to find one. Barehanded, against the Gorn, I have no chance. Leave channel one open, Lieutenant, just in case. Aye. What are you going to do, Mrs. Spock? I'm going to wait, Doctor. There's little else I can do. What about the captain? If I could help him, I would. I cannot. Now, you're the one that's always talking about logic. What about some logic now? Where is the captain, Mr. Spock? He's out there, Doctor. Out there somewhere in a thousand cubic parsecs of space. Somewhere over There's the rainbow. There's nothing we can do to help it. <laughs> My goodness. Well, <laughs> fine. <laughs> 
Yep, bamboo. crystallized and pointed, but too small to be useful as a weapon. An incredible fortune in stones. Yet I would trade them all for a hand phaser or a good solid club. If the Metrons said there would be weapons, if I could find them.
got in the gorgeous trap. Nitrate. 
so, perhaps nothing, Doctor. Perhaps everything. Helpless human being. Force, they would make formidable projectiles. 
What force? Recall your basic chemistry, Doctor. Gunpowder. It has been reasonable. You have lost. Admit it to yourself. Stop running. So Mythbusters did this to see if it was pos possible. Okay. They found it is not possible to do this. To get this lucky this quick to get this done and make it work. Plus the bamboo itself would have killed Kirk and the Gorn at the same time. Well, way to ruin it for me. Don't care. Dang. I gotta spoil it sometimes.
No, I won't kill you. Maybe you thought you were protecting yourself when you attacked the outpost. your primitive cannon, Captain. We lost the picture the Metron was sending us. You saw what happened, Alan? Most of it. I would be interested in knowing what finally happened. We're a most promising species, Mr. Spock. As predators go, did you know? I frequently had my doubts. I don't. <laughs> Not anymore. And maybe in a thousand years or so, we'll be able to prove it. Never mind, Mr. Spark. Doesn't make much sense to me either. Take us back to where we're supposed to be, Mr. Sulu. Walk back to what? Walk back to what? Thousand years, Captain. Well, that gives us a little time. 
as they're on their way back to Cestus 3. So, Vicky, what do you think of that one? I liked it. Okay. What do you give this one for a rating? An 8. I'm going to have to give it an 8 as well. Because we got to learn how to make cabin per se, and exactly. some kind of knife that the thorn made. Right. And we got to learn about the thorn. Again. <laughs> And that would be why. Gotcha. <laughs> so, who do you think this episode hinged on? Kirk, the Gorn. What were they called? The Metrons? Yep. Okay. Oh, and Spock. Because Spock had to just wait. The doctor? Because he saved the guy's life? Oh, okay. Oh, her, uh, what's his name? He was the only one left alive. Hang on a second, I've got this. Uh, oh, Hurleys, because he's the only one left alive that beamed down with him. Right. Out of the three security officers. Um, Scotty, because he basically was up on the bridge pushing the engines as much as they could. Right. So, yeah. Anything else? No. Alrighty, I guess until next week, I'm William. And I'm Vicki. And we will catch you in the next mission. Bye!